Hey, what's going on? Coach Haas here. It's been a long time, so I thank you for your patience. Uh, we're going to dive right in. We're just going to talk about some things, but the name of the pod is uh, The Power of Lasagna, How It's Impacted My Healthy Lifestyle, and Three Nutritional nutritional Mistakes You Need to Avoid When Trying to Lose Weight. <sighs> so as you know, my name is Sasanya, or Coach. No, my name is Hassan, but I go by uh, Hassania in the fitness world. Um, I've been kind of in and out of the fitness world for a while, but I can see myself recommitting to fitness, helping other people, empowering other people, just life got in the way. And I just, to be honest, you know, I was burnt out through fitness. It's been doing it for a decade and I just felt really exhausted, <laughs> but now I have some systems to help me. And if you stay around for this podcast, you'll learn, you'll instantly uh, know if we're friends or not because, you know, I like lasagna, I like carbohydrates. So maybe we can be friends on the pasta side, and then uh, you'll learn a little bit about how lasagna has empowered me, and maybe you can use your uh, love for a certain food, whether it's macaroni and cheese, pizza, uh, chicken cutlets, chicken parm, uh, burgers, french fries, uh, nuggets, like my kids like nuggets, whatever the case is. The whole point is you'll be able to find some stuff that you can vibe with that can help you go help other people, you know, just be better versions of themselves so lasagna is my thing um when i was in the fitness one of the major things that people always talked about was cutting carbohydrates uh and i'll talk about another episode about my background in wrestling um cutting crash diets was like the thing that was a culture of wrestling crash diets uh not not eating to make a certain weight uh i don't think it gave me a it gave me a weird relationship with food is because i don't eat food to, it's not an enjoyment thing for me it's just to get the hunger out and feed the muscles that's essentially it um for me so lasagna is one of the things that really gave me joy and pleasure so when i was growing up um my family's from long island new york out here in amityville massapequa eastern long island and uh, my grandfather was uh, a big-time entrepreneur and the first black entrepreneurs, founder of the Breezy Point Yacht Club. Great stuff. Um, but RIP to him. But me and my family would meet every holiday, Thanksgiving, and Christmas at his house. And one of the staple dishes was lasagna. It was lasagna, it was lasagna. And me and my family, we would all gather around. Um, you know, we had the traditional food you know, servings or the food, just, you know, the, the food entrees, the regular entrees, you know, turkey. I wasn't doing a ham, but it was there. Whatever the case was, but lasagna always attracted me. So me and my family, my cousins, we would sit around, eat lasagna, tell great stories. So lasagna, lasagna stories about, you know, like what chicks we were dating, how school was, more chicks, uh, what teams were doing well in football. Like my, my brother's a long-term Jet fan, long-term suffering Jet fan. <clears throat> so stuff like that it was just a great bonding moment through lasagna so whenever i eat lasagna it's always a moment of bonding and deep reflection uh, one of my one of my cousins he's my second cousin his dad's my first his name was dion um dion was about five seven five he might have been five nine maybe five ten he was two or three years younger than me and, you know, Dion had, you know, he grew up in a, not such a nice area of town. But he had a sense of charisma about him. And me and Dion would eat lasagna with my other cousin Tyreek. And me and Dion would eat lasagna and he would talk and he was very just, he would play Mario Kart. And he was a great dude. He 
he was diagnosed with cancer at age 20. I think, well, what is he? 20? Oh, he's missed, missed that, 23, 24. And um, he ultimately passed away from it. But whenever I'm eating lasagna, one of the people that always comes to memory was my cousin Dion. He had the heart of a giant. He was in his, he was always, he was just a humble, intelligent guy. And I just remember, our, like, our short, brief combos, you know, he um, he always left me inspired. Cause like I said, he didn't come from the greatest areas, but he always, always had a smile, always trying to help people. And just a, uh, a testament to what kind of person he was. I remember when he was a cancer, he lost his, he lost his mobility from his neck down. He had a tumor on his, like, on his spinal cord. And um, we were sitting in Memorial, uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering Hospital. And I went up there to visit him. He saw him. He sat up. You know, he leaned his chair up to help him sit up. And uh, he was selling Yu-Gi-Oh cards uh, or something. And he he was trying to make money for selling before he knew, like he knew he was going. So he he his last days was spent trying to make money for his younger brothers. You know, and it's just like uh, always a great thing. So and one thing he told me was he said, you know, Hans, you'll never be you'll never be as pretty as me. <laughs> So, unfortunately, he died, and it was always like a turning point in my life. Uh, and lasagna always just reminds me of like the family cohesion that it it brought my family together. And um, I always think of like Dion and, and how he lived his life, and you know, he like his, his life was short, but he lived he lived a full life, like it's just given and just a great guy. He was on his way to graduating, and that. Next semester, he had a girlfriend who was serious about. So, um, lasagna was one of the things that I always loved, but because I was in fitness, I never really talked about it because I thought it was, you know, it was lasagna. And people were talking about brown rice and quinoa, which I think is fucking terrible. And just cream carb and like plain oats, like steel cut oats. It's like, ugh. It's like, I'm eating lasagna like in the dark. I'm like a closeted lasagna eater. And then I figured out that, and, and you know, wrestling, I couldn't eat lasagna because, it, you know, it's a heavy dish, so it kind of bumped me up a little bit. And every, in wrestling, every pound counts for sure. So I, I just kind of hid away from it. And then I was working with this guy named John Romanello. He's a New York Times bestseller. I first started my online business like, like six years ago, five years ago maybe at this point. And we was talking and, you know, we had a meetup. Uh, like a mental business meetup in his uh, apartment <clears throat> in New York City. It was about 10 to 12 of us. And he just asked this question, like, what makes you unique? What foods or sports or whatever, what can make you, because we're working on standing out in fitness, like in this online, in this marketing, uh, in this saturated online marketing fitness world, how can you present to be the best option for somebody who wants to work with you? And everybody's saying like, "Oh, I do supersets, and, you know, uh, yada yada yada." And it's just like, I was like, "Fuck it, I like lasagna, and I like MMA." <laughs> so he was like, "That's it, Hassania, Hassan, and lasagna." And I used to eat lasagna religiously every Friday night religiously religiously and i'm 34 now going on 35 um 
<laughs> so this was like uh, 28 maybe uh obviously i was a pre-diabetic i you know my a1c levels were fine but it was just a thing where i uh i just enjoyed it it was like end of the week ritual and i was fucking shredded now i don't eat lasagna as much i mean i still eat it but it's not like a religious thing like it used to be like this was this was a ceremony man i used to i used to go to a <laughs> There's this place over here. It's, it's called uh, Ramos, and um, the lasagna was made by a secret recipe from the grandmother of the shop. She was from Sicily, and she would not tell me the recipe, but it was fantastic. But I just know that the ingredients were excellent. She did a great job, and you know, God bless her. Right? Not better than my wife's lasagna or my mom's, but at that time, I think they were told. I don't remember what happened, but whatever. So let's catch up for a minute. That was lasagna. Let me grab some coffee. That's how lasagna started. Uh, that's how the lasagna thing started in fitness for me. Um, and I always am grateful for it. But that's the point. Um, another thing, you know, I just want to say is, you know, I love MMA. So when it comes to like we're going to transition into uh, from eating lasagna to eating the beautiful lasagna dish, uh, we're moving around to like how you can lose the weight that you want while eating the beautiful dishes that you like. And like we said at the beginning, it can be mac and cheese, french fries, pizza, burgers, chicken out, you know, Alfredo, chicken palm. You mean you list, I mean, list, list of the foods can go on and on. Um, lobster, you know, I know people like to eat well. There's no, uh, like, what is it called, limit or capacity. So just keep that in mind. Um, so to training and how you can lose the the weight, the three the three tips I'm going to give you, the three mistakes you need to avoid. Now, you can use these, you can think about this, right? And you can do this a few days. I want you to think about how can this apply to my life right now? How can these three tips help me lose the weight that I want to lose uh, by a certain date? What am I willing to sacrifice? How willing am I? How am I able to stay consistent for so for X amount of years? Uh, sorry, X amount of weeks to get these results. You know, and it's just it's to be honest. If you're losing weight, there's a few things you need to know. It's gonna it's not always gonna be peaches and rainbows. You're gonna be hungry. Breath is going to be a little stinky because you know sometimes you're not you know you're not eating you just forget it's just how it is you know uh, you might be a little tired a little groggy but it's always a time to recalibrate that if that's happening so keep that in mind but there are some feelings you just can't avoid discomfort maybe some feeling of not feeling full all the time because it's just that's not the point um so if you don't know so before I give you this info I was ahead just to kind of so you understand who you're talking to. If you don't know, uh, I was a head coach for about a year and a half before COVID at a big franchise uh, boot camp called Fit Body Boot Camp. Then I worked at Orange Theory for a while. I worked at uh, F45. Uh, I'm a published author. Of course, I'm nationally certified, and I am studying my nutrition search now to get research, you know, to keep current. Um, but when I was at Fit Body, I led one of the uh, biggest transformation challenges globally so the gym i was at we part you know we had over like 165 50 people and i was responsible for helping 
and maintain like you know maintain their meal plans so it was pretty successful it was wild stressful for me if you can imagine it's like coaching 165 people with a staff it's kind of hard to do so i had i ran through uh i i experienced all kind of questions and situations and even coaching and then after all that i coached i had a small independent boot camp uh like a i wouldn't call it boot camp i call it small group training strength training and focus on nutrition and performance now we just do that online not in person so i'm always helping very busy people on how to fit a fast flexible meal plan or meal plan like nutrition protocol in their lifestyle it's not excessively counting calories none of that stuff but all right so starting we're gonna start at 13 minutes so i know a mental note 13 minutes is where we're going to give you the three tips and then i want you to think about how you're going to apply it to yourself reach out if you have any questions all right so three two okay so the first mistake do not try to be perfect so what does that mean like perfection only exists for doctors mostly lawyers like pilots um not even presidents but people like that like doctors uh you know surgeons people have to be precise accountants people whose precision and accuracy is basically like editors these are people whose livelihood depends on not making any mistakes pharmacists you get the idea in fitness it's nowhere near uh perfection that you're going to <clears throat> perfectionist happens so rarely and when it does happen it's rare to duplicate it day after day after day after day after day so i want you to think of it like this when you're uh looking to lose weight you're going to look at this diet plan right or this meal plan or this nutritional plan or whatever the case is and one of the things that my online clients focus on right is we focus on how to get them to generalize their meal plan so that it's flexible throughout their day um so when you do mess up can you bounce back quickly like like jimmy like himothy butler did <clears throat> like himothy butler all right so uh keep ready keep reference if you don't know so the goal is to be 80 percent compliant so when you first start there's going to be a lot of mistakes there's going to be a lot of maybe frustration it's going to be a lot of stuff like what the hell am i doing here uh I, how i know if i'm doing this right there's only a few habits that yield the most results that yield 100 percent the most results and that's hands down number one will be tracking your protein uh tracking the protein not only eliminates the that uh, feeling of being hungry all the time and the cravings um because it makes you feel fuller but it also builds the most muscle for you it repairs the muscle so you're working out hard you need your muscles to repair it's also very hard to eat a lot of it so usually about one gram per body weight so if you're 100 and <clears throat> if you're 100 and uh i don't know say 170 pounds um and your ideal body weight is like 150 yeah you can get around 150 um or 170 170 is fine as well but 170 pounds in that instant is the best bet for you it's going to build the muscle so when you're losing the weight you're not flabby you don't look you uh you know you're not dropping your muscle mass and this is all backed up and all the studies will put them in the the, the, in the show notes for you protein here's some quick lists of protein you got your egg whites lean lean beef ground turkey Oyth, uh, yogurt the high greek the greek the greek yogurt high in protein i can't think of the name it's called oikis oits something like that <laughs> yogurt ground turkey steak not too much of that it runs in a while 
the tuna steak is better, the, the haddock fish, the, the cod. I'm not a fan of tilapia. Um, salmon's not the biggest form of protein, but it could work. You could try some tuna fish. Um, protein shakes, I suggest it's called OWN, O-W-Y-N. It's plant-based. Uh, you said egg whites, but just regular eggs is fine. Uh, let's see, am I missing anything? Bison is fantastic. Um, stuff like that. All right. Uh, you want to eat that to start your day. So protein, protein, protein. That's how, that's, a, that's, that's what you want to focus on. So a great goal to be at 80% compliance is hitting your body weight and protein for like 40 days. I guarantee you'll see a difference. 80% compliant, which your protein, your, your grams of protein per, per day. And also your calories. So that that's a much bigger combo because people over uh, get a little worked up over calories and what to eat and what to track. So let's focus on like the simple stuff. 80% compliance with this one or two nutritional habits. All right. That will get you results. So not be perfect. You cannot be perfect. Don't be perfect. Give yourself some leeway. Uh, number two, uh, my favorite. Um, Trying to take out our major food groups, food group when the scale is up. So, for example, you know, say you're working out, you're not losing weight, you're gaining weight. Maybe it's glycogen, maybe water in your muscles, whatever the case is. And you just go, you know what, I'm not eating any carbohydrates. Uh, this is a terrible idea <laughs> for so many reasons. First off, you're going to feel moody, groggy, aggravated, upset, pissed off because you don't have any carbohydrates. So now you're sacrificing your performance mate, definitely at the gym probably at work as well because you're upset, um, you know, whatever the case is, now you don't have the nutrients you need to get through your day, probably forgetting your wife's to-do list. Everything, like the carbohydrates are, you have to think, those are the performance, that's the performance uh, macro, so to speak. It allows you to do well in the gym, have a little more energy, lift a little more weight, uh, get that extra push. Uh, and they're not the sole purpose of why you're gaining weight. Um, the reason that you'll gain weight or the reason that you, I should say, the reason you'll probably lose weight if you just stop eating carbohydrates is because the word carbohydrates, carbohydrate means there's water within this food molecule, right? In this macro. So now you're, you have more, your water is, your body's retaining the water from this rice or this quinoa or this sweet potato or this, you know, this lasagna. You know, and, and it can jump up five, six pounds, you know, if you have a decent amount of carbs for the day or for the night, you could be up five, six pounds. Most people don't even factor in that this could just be water weight, because that's what it is. So if you cut that, now you're dry, and now you're back down five or six pounds. So you can see the mind game that it can play. But just do your research and know that not only will your quality of life go down, because like for it, like, you're going to want to go out and have food that have carbs in it and, and, and have fun. Now you can, So you don't need to take that out. You just have to be more strategic about how you're eating, what you're eating, when you're eating it. Like we talked about, there is no perfection. You just need to know when to eat, how to eat. You know, but don't take carbohydrates out. What are you doing? Okay? The reason you're probably gaining weight, it's, it's, it's the processed foods. It's the excessive snacking and the drinking. If you're drinking 10, not to say 10 beers a day, but say if you're drinking two, three, four, five beers, six, you know, or going out to your boys night out or maybe, you know, girls night out, whatever, constantly eating out, constantly drinking, 
these liquid calories add up to five, six, eight hundred calories, which could be a gain of four to five pounds a week. So keep that in mind. I suggest going to Zevia, no high sugary drinks during the week because that sugar is not your best friend. That's what you want, the Zevia, the Zevia, stuff like that, the green tea, the black coffee. These are helpful um, helpful drinks, but you need a balance of carbohydrates, protein, and fats. Carbohydrates is the performance, uh, you know, macro, protein you can say is the muscle, you can say the fats is like the cell, the, it helps with your, cell, your cells, your skin, your hair. Your brain needs it, um, your heart needs it, your organs need that. So you need a balance. And depending on your goals, your macros tend to shift around that. But we don't want to get in a macro split because that, that's going to confuse. But check your calories, eat the carbs the right way, have fun. Last but not least, it's the lack of water. So water boosts your metabolism. Listen closely, up to 2%. So if you're not drinking water, you're not giving your body the best chance to burn off the belly fat. You're not giving your body the best chance to burn off the belly fat. You are going to be dehydrated. You're probably going to make terrible uh, decisions throughout the day. Drink that water. It is simple. It is going to boost your metabolism up by 2%. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. That's it. All this is scientifically proven. All this is coming from Coach Haas. If I'm wrong about anything, I will immediately correct myself. And if you feel I'm wrong as well, please let me know. Um, so we're back to growing the podcast. If you can, if this was helpful, I appreciate your time. I hope this was extremely valuable for you. Uh, if this was helpful, give it a share. Drop a comment. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, or not YouTube, but this is on like the Spotify, on any kind of podcast platform, please uh, consider subscribing, telling a friend. If you have any questions, I'll put my email in the description below. Please email the show so we can answer your questions live. The best question will win or we'll just do a whole live Q&A. But anyway, make sure to comment, spread the word. If this was helpful, just tell a friend. Thank you very much. Talk soon. Have a great one.